Good morning, Toronto. Paul Andrigo here, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered 2019 edition. Uh, one thing I'm going to go over today is the importance of background checking the people that you're hiring to handle your largest investments, your largest assets uh, as well um, on the planet. For most of you, real estate is that. It's your largest uh, holding asset. It's probably on your on your balance sheet. It's probably the um, you know, the biggest thing on there. So when you're making the decision on who is going to be helping you maximize your property, you want someone with, of course, um, you know, the right, there's a combination of things. You want someone with the right fit for you. You want someone with the right, you know, the, the, the right attitude. But at the same time, you want someone with the right results. Um, I'm proud to say that in 2018, all of my listings that I had, um, both sold and closed in 2018. So the reason why that is such an important statement is because a lot of listings that are coming up from 2018 into 2019, I call them crossover listings, um, some of them are not doing so well. Uh, and there's a couple of our already actual examples that I'm seeing a little bit of shaky ground. So in one case, someone, I, I believe, paid the... Uh, Something like, uh, in one case, 300000 over asking. I think there was one that was more. Um, and uh, the uh, financing appears to have uh, fallen through. And the deal didn't close that was supposed to close uh, just recently. Again, this was not one of my listings. So, and I studied those. Actually, one of the things I, I, I do... Um, uh, quite regularly because of the fact that I want to make sure that you guys who are working with me um, know the score of things. I make sure that I actually uh, go over things and help you understand the top five, at least the top five, and, and sometimes more depending on the, um, you know, the, the situation, but the top five mistakes that sellers in your area have made. And the reason why that is such an important thing to review uh, is because... If you're not calculating every small detail along the way, then something's going to fall apart. Uh, think about how a pilot manages a flight. 99% of the flight uh, of, of, a, of, a, of an airplane, 99% of the, of, the, uh, of the flight path is off course. 99%. So it's up to the pilot to, and of course avionics as well, to uh, keep the keep the plane in the air, keep it regulated. So there's constant adjustments happening, small ones that you don't even you know you don't even recognize or, or feel, but they're happening. Same thing happens with me when I'm handling any of my listings. There's a lot of stuff. There's there's at least a hundred items on my checklist of things that could go wrong. Um, and just so you know, just because a buyer puts in an offer with uh, a bunch of zeros on it and it appears to be better than the others, uh, that is probably one of the most foolish um, things that you could ever believe because that is far from the truth. Uh, a lot of times, the more secure offer, the most secure offer actually might be a lesser offer than the, the highest price. So it's not always going to be about highest price. Um, when it comes to things like having cash buyers, um, you know, having 
clients of mine with big deposits. I've got some right now that are exactly that kind of client, um, and they make the ideal buyer. So with them, you've got sometimes as much as half a million dollars of actual cash coming into the purchase. And with that in mind, the appraisal, whatever it might be, isn't really a, a big concern for anybody. When someone's coming in with under 20% or, you know, let's say closer to 10% because it's a large purchase, um, they should be coming in with 20%. But the fact is, if they're coming in with barely 20%, then you're in a position where you might start to wonder. And this has been the case in, in recent times where that's exactly what happened. So what you want right now is you want to make sure that if you're doing this, if you're going to do this right, if you're going to be selling your property in 2019, um, there's really only one thing you need to remember is mysoldreport.com. Uh, that's the place where all of those other smart sellers began. Uh, and the reason why they did that and the reason why they were, I would consider them smart sellers, um, is because of the fact that they understand that Understanding not just the value of the property is so important, but at the same time, understanding the process behind who is buying your property and all the things I do to screen. And there's a, a bunch of things I've just added this year, um, and some of them have to do with specific, very detailed things about how financing works. Uh, I spend a lot of time studying with and, and talking with and, and, and networking with uh, some of the best people in the mortgage business uh, in our, you know, in our, uh, in our city, uh, and from them, uh, I pick up things about what I'm supposed to be looking for, and, and obviously red flags and that kind of stuff. Because when you're selling, and there's a buyer agent on the other side, if you're not asking the right questions, you're only going to get the information they want you to know. And being a buyer agent, quite often, I I'm very cautious about what I'm going to let the seller agent know um, because I'm negotiating on behalf of the buyer. So securing me as your selling agent puts you in a much better position. I'm able to then, it's far better if I'm the one defending your property value versus the one questioning it. You really don't want me on the other side. So when I'm the buying agent, I don't care if it's a hot property. I don't care if it might be um, a, a bidding situation. That doesn't change how I work because I'm able to usually see the the gaps, I, I would call them, the, the holes in the process. And I don't care if someone's willing to pay, you know, X amount over asking for a property. I, I can explain it easily to my own clients saying that the property won't appraise. And if I know that the buyer, that what the buyer has in cash doesn't match up to the difference between appraisal value and what it's worth, then there's a possibility the whole thing goes south. So, yes, they take the higher bidder. Uh, three months later, if we're still looking, that property decides or, or that property doesn't uh, go through, and all of a sudden uh, we're in that backup buyer position. I've been there many times, and um, I got a feeling I'm going to be there a lot more this year because of greed. Um, that's one thing that has to be discussed, and greed it's something that, again, without any added information and without doing your research, um, yes, you deserve to get the best price possible. But when you're not looking at all the factors, 
and you're you're just sort of clouded by things like uh, you know whether it's someone that's coming in and promising you the world and um, you know putting some uh, putting a couple pieces of IKEA furniture in your property. Um, again, if you're getting if you're getting distracted by the small stuff, then uh, again, I probably can't help you. But if you're more focused on the big numbers, which uh, the smart sellers are, um, that's where we need to connect. So, again, um, my track record speaks for itself, and, and I hope it also speaks for you and to you. Thanks for